Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Habitat Update, a podcast about entrepreneurship in Japan, based in the Kansai area of Japan with the cities Kyoto, Kobe, Osaka, and so on. Posting every more or less two weeks uh, as an audio-only podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and as a video version, hello there, on YouTube. This is episode 14. My name is Tugi, and here with me today, as always, Sabrina. Hello, Tugi. How are you today? I am, you know, tired but happy because it's Friday morning. We are recording a little bit later than usually. So we are still a little bit sleepy. The coffee is about to kick in, but, you know, it's sunny outside. How are you? Great. I'm ready for the spring and all events that comes together with the spring. Yeah. Well, yeah, people are awakening. Events are popping up. And, uh, well, let's just, why not just jump right into that and talk about what we... What happened in the past week? So last week we were actually in the same room. We were talking about the 3D printing meetup with Connor. Uh, he is here supporting the Kyoto Makers Garage. Yes. And I see I follow, you know, I follow the Twitter and the, and the no, the Instagram. You have an Instagram page, right? At Kyoto, Kyoto Makers, Makers Garage. Garage. Yeah. And I see he's like posting all the things he does, like, you know, I created this hook here to to do this uh, and welcome to do that and showing the machines and it's really cool. I I feel like he's 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 happy and like doing something here. Um, anyway, beyond that, uh, past events we had like last weekend. It was last weekend the Arduino workshop here. It was two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago already. Wow. Yes. Sure. Anyway, uh, any feedback on that? How yeah, we, we couldn't a, join, unfortunately. Yeah, we've been having a, a great response from our local community of engineers, designers, and people who want to learn do-it-yourself skills and, and use the space here. Uh, I think there are a lot of ways they want to build their skills or shape the skills they already have, and including some uh, sharing of their uh, ideas or challenges and get some kind of uh, support from us so it's great mainly uh, mostly are Japanese but there are many foreigners coming up so uh, as you mentioned Connor has organized a 3d printer meetup here that happens I think every two weeks we already had three editions and sometimes it depends on the day sometimes we have more Japanese sometimes more foreigners but it's a it's a pretty mixed hybrid version so mm -hmm. depending on the audience uh, Connor can switch from Japanese to English to make sure to include everyone uh, interested. Really so that's the purpose of the space, yeah, 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 to be a, a mashup between both yeah. languages and cultures and try to add the, the value uh, to our community. That's great. That's good to hear. I'm looking forward to more of the, those kinds of workshops and to attend myself, actually. Um, it's we can have it every week. Yeah, well, he has these introductions, but like this Arduino workshop was very dedicated and he had special guests as yeah, well. Yeah, we are going to get, if you're a maker, community interested, if you're a traveler coming to Japan, you want to share your skills, just let us know. We'd more than happy and welcome you here. There are more and more spaces opening up. We have one now in, I couldn't visit. I couldn't visit. I'm really hoping to visit them next week, maybe. The Osaka, it's a maker space there and they even have a meetup. Yeah. Uh, they have... I guess it's tomorrow, Saturday, they have like a... So they don't just do like 3D printing meetups. They have a game night, for instance, wow, where they cool. play board games or like uh, uh, video games or and so on, mm -hmm. which is really cool. And then moving on, we had uh, last week, we had uh, uh, on Friday, the Habitat, the second Habitat Friday meetup. 
which is the GVH Osakami that we have now on a regular basis, was not that big. We had uh, maybe people, about six, seven people, but very diverse backgrounds and most of them never been there before. So I'm very surprised that uh, people show up uh, for the first time there still, having heard from the meetup page or uh, just recommended by others. We started off with uh, the topic of storytelling and how it is relevant uh, more than ever and especially in entrepreneurship. I mean, you have to know how to address various audiences, be it investors, be it clients, be it potential clients or customers. Uh, many people neglect that or don't really work on their skills, mm. you know, presentation skills, basically. And that was really cool. It took off from there, went into different areas. People presented their projects. We discussed, we gave feedback and so on and so forth and had some pizza. So if you all enjoy and like that, next time you're in Osaka, please check if you have uh, an upcoming meetup you could attend. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, let's just continue with that, I would say. Um, we'll go to the upcoming events. We have actually, and this is, I don't know when the video <laughs> when the podcast will go up, but today in the evening we have the Hacker News Kansai Meetup, the next version, it's also a monthly meetup, and they switch from city to city, as you mentioned before, and today it's gonna be in uh, Osaka, and I'm not sure if I can attend, today I'm in Kyoto and traveling around a bit, uh, but usually I don't miss those. And I highly recommend. You should definitely check it out. What we have then, um, Tomorrow, Osaka Web Designers and Developers Meetup, February 24th, Saturday, um, is co-organized by one of the same people from the Hacker News Kansai Meetup, but more focusing on really web design and web development, whereas the other meetup is more general and more open to any kinds of topics. And that's it for the next couple of days. And then next week, Oh, finally, it's here. And that's one of the reasons we are so busy these days. It's the Hak Osaka, the Global Innovation Conference on February 27th. It's a Tuesday. It's one of the bigger innovation startup events and especially a not, not just bigger, but the International English Conference yeah. uh, with many speakers, panel discussions, um, a show floor and even like a speed datings between like you know interested people in startups like investor startup media meetings and so on and we also have makers bootcamp there with the with the, with the monosukuri consortium yes exactly presenting or holding the japan finals for the hardware cup uh and the finalists will go then to pittsburgh we have how many eight eight startups participating yeah, eight eight japanese startups and uh one will be the one competing in the finals in Pittsburgh in April and the, the second and the third place will all also get some support in case they're interested to join the tour so we will be together with them in Pittsburgh and introduce them to local community investors and they can get some feeling what it is to be in one of the most uh, vibrant hardware ecosystems in the world so recently Crunchbase um, published a report called Year 2017, and uh, the network that belongs to Hardware Cup is an accelerator called Innovation Works that is part of uh, uh, the ecosystem in Pittsburgh and one of the organizers of Hardware Cup in Pittsburgh. It's top 10 in the world for seed and angel investment. 
So those are the ones that are really giving entrepreneurs the chance to try at the beginning. At the level, they don't have much to show. So I think that's a great opportunity for Japanese startups. If you haven't applied this year and you have an idea, feel free to uh, consider what you do for next year because it's mm -hmm. a great opportunity. More than just the award, is the networking and, and being part of this amazing uh, global competition. Yeah, so, so the award itself will give you some visibility here in Japan, but then beyond that, you get the, maybe the, the great experience of going abroad to a, I would say, a different ecosystem and learn from there from, from already advanced and yeah. build a new network and yeah, potential. And, and for hardware startups, I would say that the Pittsburgh uh, ecosystem is the most promising. Pittsburgh is known for that, right? They have, yeah, yeah, exactly. Check it out if you cannot be in Osaka the main stage with the speakers and panel discussions i assume will have a live stream on youtube uh, they did that so far every year and I, I don't think they will change that so tune in check out the global innovation conference facebook page hak osaka hak osaka well it's called global innovation conference and hak osaka on facebook it's a bit confusing but you'll find it just type in hak osaka great looking forward to that um there will be also like international guests by the way just to mention and one of them uh, I really love like to see coming back is Oscar Neppers Kneppers Neppers I don't know how to pronounce it exactly I don't <laughs> want to be wrong on this he is the founder of Rockstart which is an incubator accelerator based in Amsterdam in the Netherlands and it's super cool I'm, I'm just thinking about like this one presentation he held last year, I'm sorry, I'm going a bit off topic, but like it always reminds me of that one story. He was here in the Osaka Innovation Hub and he was like, oh, this is about startups, right? And I'm rockstar. And he was like doing this rockstar and energetic, you know, this presentation and coming on stage and like, and you had the room full with like more or less Japanese or people used to the Japanese approach of presentations. And they were like, what is he doing there? Like a little bit confused and scared of this very energetic presence and then he realized as well like oh i guess the audience is not ready yet for that but you know stick to it you'll get there <laughs> or will they i don't know um the next day after the hakosaka we have on february 28th is a wednesday the get in the ring osaka 2018 mm -hmm. uh, oscar was actually here last year for that event and he'll be again this year he'll right? be again here as a judge um what get in the ring is a uh, kind of like unique pitch contest where people actually get in a ring it's set up as a like a as a fight you know and then you pitch against each other and in the end one person wins and, and that person will also join the global competition in the yes. Netherlands so it's also another local competition to qualify the Japanese representatives that will go abroad and, and, and join the global conference and um, that's pretty much it for next week and then after that we have for the big events after that we have a uh, just a quickly to mention march 2nd it's a friday we have the kyoto indie meetup uh it's a meetup of gamers and gamer interested or game local game developers mm -hmm. mostly indie developers they show their projects talk about it discuss and have a good time and also on march 2nd friday in osaka we have the kickoff event of predict osaka it's a new group by uh people we know actually and mm -hmm. it's uh, focusing on ai artificial intelligence and machine learning and they want to well bring together the community talk mm -hmm. about ongoing topics and discuss possible projects that's great it's good to see that more and more of these uh 
little groups pop up and especially in English or mixed uh, as we usually do it with, with our meetups as well. Okay. Talking about meetups and all these events and we have next month, March 29th, uh, 28th and 29th, mm -hmm. I guess. The Slash Tokyo event slash, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, is the huge startup event from Helsinki, Finland. Uh, very popular there and it's been going on for for a long time 10 years almost um it's spread all around the world and obviously now we have it here in tokyo as well it's i guess the third or fourth time i think it's the third it was called before slash asia now they switched the name to slash tokyo since last year uh, anyway i'm looking forward to that but my that's not my question or the, the the topic i want to get into the topic is how do you get ready for those events? It can be very overwhelming. There are so many things going on, like multiple stages, many speakers. So you cannot split up yourself, not yet at least, and go to all the all, all events, right? So how, how do you, for instance, if you attend an event, what are your criteria or in what kind of situations have you been before? I think prior to attending the event, it comes with a choice we have to make on a daily life about the amount of events, sometimes three, four, five, six at the same day, the same time, in the same day at the right, same This time. is not just about big events, but local events local as well, events. right? So many meetups. Yeah, I think usually. I usually check what the topic will be and who's organizing, where it will be, and what kind of people usually show up. I mean, on social media nowadays, on Meetup or other platforms, you can see who's a planning, a planning to attend, uh, if there are any possible... Uh, uh, connections that you would like to network but I would say that in Japan it can be kind of tricky sometimes it gets surprised either positively or negatively mm. it depends of who's uh, uh, not only organizing but what the kind of person is trying to uh, the, the, the speakers are trying to bring as an outcome but it, it ends up that um, sometimes I feel in Japan I'm in a blind date in a blind date in the event? yeah I see <laughs> I understand that one thing what, what you touch upon is like uh, and I want to mention is like as an organizer right of events um, really then you see sometimes especially on Facebook you know people clicking on interested interested I do it myself I admit however if it's especially if it's a smaller event where you count on people showing up or where you want to prepare like snacks or whatever and order pizzas it really is good if you RSVP if you tell them I'm going or not so make your decisions at least on the same day and tell the people you know so they can they know what to expect it's really a pain sometimes it's like you're juggling around like oh yeah am i, I gonna have five or 25 people yeah. and it is a significant difference sometimes difference. you have we Let have events on yeah 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 you go on i just quickly check that's fine yeah let's continue okay start it over so as i would say like sometimes we have on a meetup 10 people who confirm the present that we will attend the event and then maybe on Facebook you have 40 yeah and then sometimes the 20 that show up are, are not even on Facebook so I think the social media uh, events are more to help promote the event than actually to count on attendance I would say but in terms of networking so I would say I go I try to get the best make the best out of it First of all, be respectful for the speakers that are there and try to share something, mm. uh, if that's the case. Uh, some events that have uh, group activities is also a great chance to see what kind of background people are uh, bringing and what they are interested to do next. 
and I see a lot of connections that are possible, not only from our career as a, as a company, because that's the main purpose of attend events, but sometimes you meet amazing people that in, you can connect uh, maybe first in the personal level and in the future that person might be a part of your community and support events. Uh, we see a lot of different communities, even now that we started only with a startup focus, but now we are with makerspace, we are more towards community building. And mm-hmm. then you have to be open for many possibilities. So I think it's, it's a very tricky question, but I would say you have, I try to s- select a few people that I feel like there's more to, to, to add to what, what I'm trying to achieve with Makers Bootcamp. And then I, I tr- try to spend more time with me, four or five people at e- each event, instead of mingling around and just getting everyone's card and not actually having any conversation. That's a typical thing here, right? So. And not only here, I've seen many places. Just to collect the business cards, just and, to get, and, and meet someone real quick and don't follow up. Really, yeah, yeah. Right, but it depends on how you're doing marketing. I think uh, traditionally marketing used to be you get as many contacts as you can, you send emails to yeah. all of them or you follow up on all of them, <laughs> and then you might uh, attract the ones that are actually your customers or your target. I'm, I'm more focused on seeing who, are the pot- who the potential target is and from that on start a conversation. That that's at least uh, our approach here uh, for the current work we are doing. And I think especially with the work we do here, um, like makers, it's a little bit different than monozukuri by definition because the monozukuri label used in Japan can stand for anything because it means making things. So if you're making a small thing that has no technology, you can come here and do something in the, using the machines and that's great, that's part of the community work. But as for a makers bootcamp, it's gotta be some technology involved because mm. it is hardware IoT related. So it's a little bit like I go a little bit um, uh, carefully with, with the kind of event that I attend, trying to focus on technology based or community uh, uh, in terms of business so you skills. Pre-select really on yeah. things like what do you what do you might need. But what do you do about like, for instance, the Habitat Friday event we do. Yeah, it's very open. You never know what kind of people who might show up. Yeah, but then it's Surprise. The, I think it's part of the community building thing. You yeah. have to see who's around. Uh, most people will not come back, and that also happened to our events. Doesn't really matter. I mean, as long I, I, I was in the beginning, I was like, yeah, they don't come back, so that's that's not cool. That's shitty. But if I think like if they came that one time and they could take something out of it, and now they are off to other ways, so we help them. Yeah. Right. So that's in, in, in that way it's cool. Like again, if you could help them in some way, if you saw like there were some interactions. Mm. But on the other hand, yeah, it's not helping to build a community or have a steady conversation with same people. Anyway, but like these are for local events. Now thinking about like the bigger events, like the slushs or any conferences you attend and so on. And this this can be even more difficult because there you have to make a you have to make a commitment these events usually cost a lot i mean the ticket for the slush the regular ticket for slush as attendant is nineteen thousand yen which is almost which is like 160 dollars mm-hmm. and especially if you're wrong younger like a student or something that is then you, you pay this you make this investment and then you want to make the best out of it and if you don't plan ahead you might really get confused and don't take out anything out of it and one thing I want to suggest, what I what I did, for instance, uh, uh, the previous slash was, well, just if you want to check out the event and what's going on and no particular interest in terms of business, try to volunteer. Try to volunteer and check out. Uh, that way you might not 
you know you don't, you don't really get into the event or uh, like have conversations with startups but you see how the event is set up what's going on and based on that you can then plan maybe later or other events and you think oh i saw that that sounded really cool that could be something i could benefit off mm-hmm. from and, and and go about that in this way or then as a i mean obviously if you go as an investor you have different matchmaking tools to approach the but startups of interest no, but as, as a startup you can approach investors so the matchmaking tools for like events like it's yeah investors will be roaming around in the, in the no 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 there's a tool for startups okay, yeah. you check who the investors will uh, be yeah. and you pre-schedule the meetings with the um, investors you want to meet and that's i think that's the biggest value these events have right yeah and and even if you cannot manage to have a meeting with those investors you know someone who might be interested to talk to will be there so chances are you might just you know stop by and say hello and, and, and get the first introductions so i think it's more about not only to see but also to be seen around and get the right uh first connections that you might need to start from how about presenters i mean they all advertise like all, all these presenters coming up you know they list and that's their main selling point that that uh uh, I realize more and more like oh this and this speaker this and this speaker this and this speaker will be that's here that's how you attract investors in startups that's everywhere in the world it's not only slash Japan I know it's everywhere I know but like do you think and I think it's a bit overdone uh, everywhere do you think these it's part spe- of speaks this, this, do you think the speeches are uh, it's it's uh, makes sense to uh, to make a big thing out of them or are they do you attend do you usually go to these presentations i do last year i went to carlos gomes uh the former Renault nissan c chairman mm. and ceo it was amazing his main speech was in the, the he was one of the main uh, main speakers at the event and then afterwards there was a small um stage that he went for q a with the that's, audience that's the interesting part then yeah if if you have VIPs, they just show up for to present and then they just well disappear. That's absolutely that's shit. <laughs> Sorry to say, but yeah, if you have them and that's that's the cool thing about Slash, the VIPs actually they go off stage and they mingle with the people, or if it's really someone super important, they don't have time, they still have time for this one set uh, where they are then off stage in a different area doing a Q&A yeah. and talking to the people. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to interrupt you. No, no, it's fine. I think it's uh, it was great. Um, I've been to, that's my third slash Tokyo, with previously slash Asia. Um, I got to meet a lot of interesting uh, companies and, and people and uh, students and, uh, uh, who might consider what to do next. And I think it's, it's a great place. I think it's organized by students. Uh, and that gives a, a different uh, sense of belonging to the volunteers. So I see a lot of passion what they're doing. And that's also part of the startup uh, spirit. So I like it. I'm, I'm very happy. And I'm looking forward to this year. We are going to have with Hankyu a booth there. So Makers Bootcamp will have uh, our team there. And we also join uh, the investors meeting mm. as an investor and trying to see Harvard startup. So if you're around, just stop by uh, same for me i'll be around i'll be bo- on this similar booth as you representing sunbridge global ventures and the gvh osaka 
co-working space but more than that i'll also have free time and then i will really maybe attend some of the presentations i haven't checked yet i have to prepare but uh especially also check out the startups and the booths and talk to the people see what's going on or try to connect with different communities around there and yeah i was very impressed last year with tokyo institute of technology um, there were many students with amazing projects that just fresh came up from the university so i think that that's the way japan should be going more towards i think there's a lot of scientific knowledge being uh, materialized in a prototype and that's exactly what should be done you know knowledge should get out of pure science from the university and start going to the market and solving real problems yeah so I think that, that's, that's a great the, yeah. yeah that's a great uh, uh, I think place to be we need more support especially here in the Kansai area I would say for general students or research researchers to Tell, take these kind of like this IP, uh, this intellectual properties that they have, or they, they, they research and pack it into a startup or a new product. And that's one of the reasons, huh, now I'm doing marketing. That's one of the reasons we started the Seitai Kai, which is a, we hope to be a new platform for everyone to interact and especially students and uh, universities. And it will be driven by students and universities in the area here. Uh, we had a first event last year and we'll have a next one, I guess, towards summer, end of summer this year. And I'm really curious to see how it develops. Uh, but I don't want to spoil too much. Still everything in planning and development. I'm sure you'll hear more about it as we go. Great. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to come to an end with episode 14 of Habitat Updates. Don't forget to tune in next week for Hakosaka with the Monosukuri Hardware Cup. If you cannot be here in person, then uh, at least check out the Facebook pages. There will be a live stream and uh, ongoing updates. Beyond that, you can also possibly meet us at Slash Tokyo next month. And otherwise, in general, we are available through email or on Twitter. Me, Tugi, with at GwenST. You can reach Sabrina uh, over at Bootcamp or directly by mail, Sabrina at Makersboot.camp. Or, of course, we're always happy to get your mails to the to the podcast trade directly if you have any stories to share if you have any feedback um, or just want to let us know how you feel about everything write habitatupdate at gmail.com this has been habitat update episode 14 a podcast about japan and entrepreneurship based in and focusing on the kansai area of japan going live more or less every two weeks towards the end of the week uh, as an audio-only podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and as a video version on YouTube. Thank you very much. See you soon.